0: Welcome in to another edition of MCM Radio. I am Jimmy Morris, at jmorrismcm on Twitter, communityofmiracles.com, at TitansMCM. All right, so this is Friday, September 16th, The Titans play Buffalo in Buffalo on Monday night. They were on the practice field for the first time this week. Yesterday, a lot of guys missed. One thing I will say about this injury report is is this is basically a Wednesday injury report, even though it came out on Thursday, with you know the game being on Monday instead of Sunday. So I wouldn't draw too many like panic conclusions here. Now we'll see what happens Friday and Saturday, and then we'll you know see if there's if there's reason for more concern. But as of right now, a lot of guys don't practice on Wednesday, so you know just just kind of keep that in mind that even though this is Thursday, it's the first practice report of the week. They have two more practices before, you know, this week, before they they travel to Buffalo for the game. Um, you know, it, it's it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if y'all saw, but everybody, the Julio hasn't practiced in Tampa the first two days of the week, and everybody's like, oh my gosh, Julio's not practicing. It's cracking me up. Julio doesn't practice. I don't know if he'll play or not. I mean, we saw these these times last year where we thought he was okay and then you know he came out of a game fine and they didn't practice and didn't play so i mean it's weird it's a knee not a hamstring but anyway that, that has nothing to do with the titans i just thought it was funny that i was freaking out because he wasn't practicing like have you not been paying attention for the last two years anyway On to the Titans injury report. So guys that did not practice on Thursday, Christian Fulton, Dontrell Hilliard, Kyle Phillips. Now, again, three pretty significant names there. Um, I would say that Hilliard is the most concerning of the three. The other two finished the game. I know Phillips did. I'm not sure about Christian Fulton. I think he did. Um, But Hilliard was on the sideline on that final drive when he would have been in the game were he healthy. Um, there was some confusion in the post-game stuff about whether or not he was available. But the fact that he missed practice on Thursday leads me to believe that he's hurt. Um, and so I, I don't know about him. That's That's the one guy that I would be the most concerned about. Uh, Like I said, Fulton. Both those guys, Hilliard and Fulton, are listed with hamstring injuries. Kyle Phillips is with a shoulder injury. Uh, Phillips got banged around like crazy in that game. I mean, he had a couple of catches where he caught the ball and got drilled. So, um, you know, I mean, I I think that's going to kind of be – he's going to be one of those guys that that's going to be his career, right? I mean, he's going to make those tough catches over the middle. He's going to get hit a lot. Um, So we'll just have to see durability-wise how he holds up. Not, Not the biggest guy. But, um, you know, obviously it was really good. Well, was up and down in his debut, but did some really good things, um, especially receiving. He did have a drop, but made some big catches. Um, so that, that's, that's you know, he he's, like I said, he's listed with a shoulder injury, so we'll see. Um, Ola didn't practice. He's got a neck injury. He was in and out during the game, so, you know, we'll keep an eye on that. Ben Jones didn't practice. It was not injury-related, so no big deal there. And then guys that were – or no, Ben Jones was limited – um, as Ola. Jamarco Jones, Taylor Lewan, Dylan Radins, and Lonnie Johnson all also limited. Uh Lewan listed with a knee. Obviously, Lewan's had the knee problem. Um, you know, going back to two years ago when he tore his ACL. Again, first practice of the week, veteran guy. I'm not overly concerned with that. He and Ben Jones were seen doing some work on a excuse me, on a side field. So I, I don't think there's any real reason to to be overly concerned there. So we'll, we'll see what happens on Friday. You can check out museum We'll have the injury report up there and we'll, we'll get into any analysis that needs to be made as far as that's concerned. So again, I, I just, I don't get too, too panicked on Wednesdays because a lot of guys, if they've got any little thing, um, they'll go ahead and let them miss Wednesday and get into practices in a week and, and they'll be good to go. So we'll keep an eye there. Um, You know, just heading to Buffalo, this is a big spot. I mean, I I think the line has moved to the Titans being a 10 point underdog. I would for sure put money on Titans plus 10. Um, The Titans are, again, they they have been known for finding a way to to win in these types of spots, but I think they're going to compete for sure. Um, You know, and and I get it. You know, you get the line. The Bills looked so good last Thursday against the Rams. The Titans lost to the Giants, who are not nearly as good, you know, as the Bills. So you you understand what's going on there. But I I just think this team is going to be ready for this game. I did find it interesting. Kevin Byard said on Thursday, either Wednesday or Thursday, that he'd rather be the the hunter than the hunted. Um, I, I think at some point that mentality needs to change with this team. Um, and I think that has for so long, especially for all the time that Kevin Byard's been here, I mean, they've been good, you know, the last few years, but he was here for a long time when they weren't. And, um, you know, even when they've been good, they haven't gotten the respect that sometimes they deserve. Sometimes they didn't get respect and they didn't deserve it. And they had, you know, those games where they'd have a chance to win a big game after winning three or four and then they would lay an egg or lay an egg against a bad team after beating a good team. I mean, that, that's kind of been the MO of this franchise. But at some point, we need to see them have that alpha dog mentality, have the mentality of, you know what, we are the team that's here. We are the best team on this field today, and we're going to show that, impose that will. That We haven't seen it from the play calling. We haven't seen it from the team at all times. I would like to see a shift to that. One thing about the play calling, obviously, you know, we spent the first basically two podcasts of this week talking about Todd Downing and the issues there. Those things still remain, you know, the concerns are still there. But what I will say is um, Mike, Mike Herndon did a post at paulkarski.com. Um, I th- I think it, I'm think i pretty sure it's behind Karski's paywall. But um, you should – I mean, Mike – I mean, you know Mike does really good work. You should pay for Karski's site just to get Mike's stuff, in my opinion, but that, that's, a, that's another thing. But uh, Mike made a point about the, how run-heavy the Titans have been on first down – across now three offensive coordinators, starting with Matt LaFleur, then Arthur Smith, and now Todd Downing. Um, and that, you know, maybe that's a Vrabel directive and not necessarily a Todd Downing thing. Um, and so, I mean, I do find that interesting. Now, there are other issues with the play calling. Don't get me wrong. We've, we've talked about those. You, you know those. The other thing, you know, there, there's been some stuff come out this week about, well, you know, that the the handoff of the tight end. Well, if it would have been executed correctly, it would have worked. I I just that's a dumb argument to me like every play if it's executed correctly will work right I mean if if everybody does their exact job on a play nobody gets beat the play will work right I mean maybe uh, there are probably some exceptions to that rule but run plays you give me a run play everybody executes their job it should work every time you should be able to get three or four yards every time on a run play if it's executed correctly that doesn't make it the right play call and so I, I didn't understand. I don't understand that. The other thing about Mike's article that was really interesting and you should go read it. Um, he talked about the percentage different on how often a kick is made based on like it being 47 yards, based on it being 45 yards, based on it being 40, 35. I mean, kind of went into all that and broke it down. And the huge significance in the percent of kicks that are made from like f- even five yards closer and where the Titans were on Sunday, that was that was my big issue with you know them taking the timeout and then running to the hash and, and settling for that 47 yard field goal. I get it, he should make it, and and, and kickers make that at something like an 87, 89 percent clip. So I mean that that kick should be made, but why not take a take a play, get closer, increase those percentage points? And Mike even went, Mike's so good, he even went into all the. Um, like, how many times a quarterback's been sacked, how many times there's been a turnover in those types of situations? Because those are the two big concerns there, right? You get sacked, you lose yardage. Just if you don't have the timeout, you can't you, you can't necessarily risk that. Um, or you, you turn the ball over, but it's like nobody ever does that. Basically, that, that that's kind of what it, what it boils down to. So just interesting, interesting stuff there because Vrabel is very good at understanding the rules, knows how things operate. But I still have some questions. And listen, two things can be true, right? Mike Vrabel is a good coach, okay? There are parts of being an NFL coach that Mike Vrabel is very good at. He does very well. He motivates his team very well. He's able to come up with game plans when they are lacking something to take advantage of of another team. Like, he does that as well as anybody in the league, okay? He was able to keep this team afloat last year when they used, you know, far more players – because of injury than any team has ever used in the history of the NFL. Okay, so he's obviously good. I do still have questions about some of his in-game stuff. Like I said, the, the series at the end on Sunday was a disaster. Um, about all the runs on first down, just about kind of the, the style of play that he wants to have. I still have some questions about that. Doesn't mean he's not a good coach, but it just means that there are still some things that he needs to get better at, that he needs to be able to take a step back look at, be a true self-evaluator, and improve those things, okay? And so that that's kind of where you go from there. So he's obviously a good coach, has done a fantastic job with his time here, but there are just a few things still that he needs to get better at, and I think he can. We'll just have to see if he does. All right, so that'll do it for today. We'll get a podcast in Monday morning before the game, kind of update things that have gone on over the weekend to get you ready for Monday night in Buffalo um, so be sure and be ready for that. Again, subscribe to this. Just search out Music City Miracles podcast. You can get whatever platform you get your podcast on. You'll find us there. Uh, the site between now and then, musiccitymiracles.com. On Twitter, at TitansMCM. I'm Jimmy Morris, at J MCM on Twitter. And thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you again on Monday.